With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Fantasy Football Insider on WPXI Now. Brought to you by Cal U. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, indeed. I'm Albie Oxenrider with Chris Stillball Carter. <laughs> and this is the Fantasy Football Insider powered by Cal U. And another wild week. And, you know, it's amazing when you start paying attention to all of this, as I know everybody does who's participating, mm-hmm. you start really paying attention to things other than just the game. Of course. And it's, it's interesting. Last week, a couple, we're going to start with who's hot and who's not. And Teddy and Tom, a couple guys rose up last week. They certainly did. Tom Brady going ballistic last week. 365 passing yards, five passing touchdowns, showing he still got it. And he did that without Chris Godwin, his number two wide receiver, who could be a number one wide receiver on most teams in the NFL. Huge performance out of him. Be on the lookout for Tom Brady, seeing if they if they can find that consistency in the Buccaneers offense. But the real surprise this week was Teddy Bridgewater for the Panthers. The Cardinals defense had been giving people fits this year, but not to Teddy. He throws for 276 yards, two touchdowns, and gets a rushing touchdown in there. Big numbers for any quarterback doing that. That's a guy that you might be thinking, hey, I'm not, I wasn't thinking about starting Teddy Bridgewater at all this year, but now you might give him a look-see. All right, running back. Mixon was... Uh, Mixing it up last week. Certainly was. Look at Albie right on the puns right here. Joe Mixon with the Bengals. They finally got him involved, Albie. The Bengals were a team that I have Joe Mixon on a couple of my teams. And it's been frustrating how they were just not getting him the ball. That all ended. He had 31 total touches, 181 total yards, and three touchdowns. Albie, they worked him into the passing game. That's what a lot of fantasy owners have been waiting to see on Joe Mixon. And he delivered big there. Another guy who delivered big was the Broncos, Melvin Gordon. 25 carries, 110 yards for two Two touchdowns. Big showing for him last week. If you were a fantasy owner of either of those guys, you stood a good chance of winning. The Browns are hot, and so is Beckham. Yes, he was. When you look at when you look at his numbers, Beckham getting seven seven touch seven touches for 154 total yards because he scored on a reverse and caught two touchdown passes. Three touchdowns in total. Odell Beckham Jr. went ballistic this weekend against the Cowboys. Like if you watched right here, I told you he was going to. Right. So that happened. Then of course, DJ Chark, top receiver for Gardner Minshew caught both of his touchdowns eight catches 95 yards two touchdowns Jaguar trying to find something reliable on offense they're, they're continuing to scramble to look for those answers but a good showing from Chark maybe he's got some answers moving forward couple reliable tight end performances as extremely well. reliable tight end performances because I told you last week to go pick up Robert Tanyan from the Packers Albie you were right there sitting right I there heard it when when I said it guess what he had count them three <laughs> touchdown passes from Aaron Rodgers on Monday night football a huge showing for him we're going to talk about him more in the waiver wire segment but Mark Andrews the Ravens top tight end had a big bounce back game caught only got three three passes but caught them all 58 yards and two touchdowns those are the numbers you need on Mark Andrews at the tight end position when Chris's voice starts going up a little bit and when he gets out the marker and starts circling stuff it means he wants to make a point. Yes. I was standing here, and I did hear you say that. Robert Tanya, I'm telling you, get on, and we're going to talk about him more in the waiver wire segment because this is your last chance, fantasy owners. All right. Now, who's not? 
so hot. Yeah, Jared Goff was looking like maybe he could be putting something together with the Rams, and then he completely didn't. They, sure, his team beat the New York Giants because everyone's beating the New York football Giants, but he only got 200 passing yards and one touchdown against the Giants. You need to do better than that. And yes, part of that was them running the ball, but you wanted to see more out of him and working the receivers into the game. I'm a little worried about how they're going to play this week. Matt Ryan for the Falcons. 28 completions, 39 yard, 39 or on 39 attempts, no touchdowns. Albie against the Packers, that's completely and wholly unacceptable. The the Falcons are in complete free fall. I'm surprised that their head coach hasn't gone along with uh, Bill O'Brien with the Texans. Yeah, they, they, they'll they'll start to fall. Uh, who else is not hot? David Johnson, running back for the Texans, was supposed to have a really good week against the Minnesota Vikings defense that had been shredded. But the Texans stunk it up. They blew their chance to get off their first win of the season. Yeah, they had three tough games against the Chiefs. Ravens and Steelers are going to be the three best teams in the AFC. But you had a chance to get a softie in the Vikings, and they blew it. And part of the blew it was the running game. It's not all on David Johnson. Their offensive line has to figure out a lot of answers. And maybe with Bill O'Brien gone, David Johnson will be worked into a better system. But I'm really concerned because those 92 yards and no touchdowns on total is not enough for what David Johnson needs to produce at a running back. Position. Not to be confused with David Johnson, our news anchor here at, uh, at <laughs> no, he's great. Channel 11. He's always in the left column. <laughs> right. All right, continuing now. Absolutely, Miles Sanders. Philadelphia Eagles guy just wasn't getting it. Only got, got 15 touches, only 76 yards. You're looking for him to be able to punch it in. Now, the Eagles won last week, but guess what? They're also about to face the Steelers this week. We'll get into that in our stardom sit -em, sit -em segment. But 17 car 15 carries, 76 yards, no scores. You need Miles Sanders to be putting it in the end zone. Not good because a lot of people were picking Miles Sanders in the first round. That's not what you need out of your first rounder. All right. DeAndre Hopkins with the wide receivers and the Cardinals. I don't know what's going on with the Cardinals, Albie. They started off like a, like a house on fire, and now it seems like they've burnt down because DeAndre Hopkins has come out. Colin Murray still putting up random touchdowns, but not getting a lot of yards. Hopkins had seven catches for only 41 yards. What's happening there? I don't even know. I tried watching myself. I'm like, he's he's getting Here's open. The voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty I'm soon the marker. Cause, yeah, because, okay, here it comes. <laughs> I'm getting frustrated. What are you doing, D-Hop? Get open. Get plays. Throw it. Kyler Murray, throw it to him more. He's got zero touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins. I don't even own DeAndre Hopkins in any fantasy leagues this year, and I'm still mad for him. Tyler Lockett. This one's just more of a weekly thing because Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, as most people know, is Russell Wilson. He's his longest target that he's had on the team. As DK Metcalf continues to ascend, I think the numbers are going to bounce between these guys. This week, it just wasn't Lockett's turn. Two catches, 50 yards, not the best, but still, keep starting title Lockett. He's going to get his targets. Russell Wilson's on fire, as you were saying before this segment. Um, so, absolutely. Uh, but, but stick with Tyler Lockett. Just be on the lookout to see if more of those games happen, if they try to start work the ball to a few more different people. All right. Looking at the tight end position, we got Mike Gusecki over here from the, from the Dolphins, and I told you not to start him last week. I told you not to do it, and if you did it, you're probably hurt. And I believe they played the Seahawks, too. We were talking about the Seahawks here, and Gusecki going up against Jamal Adams, that defense, you don't want those problems. We're going to bring that up again late, later, later in the segment. Um, but one catch, 15 yards, that's bad. Zach Ertz. Another one, now this one's one that I was a little surprised by. I thought eventually that they, he would get back, but four catches for only nine yards. Anytime you get nine yards in receiving column with no touchdowns, I'm a little concerned. Now, granted, this was the Niners. 
They got they, they got they got Fred Wagner. He's a tough he's a Fred Warner. He's a tough linebacker. But this is also a Niners defense that's extremely beat up. Carson Wentz. What's the easiest target to 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 go over to the middle of the field when your offensive line hurt? It's the tight end position. Yeah. Get Dallas Goddard, their, their other tight end, had had been hurt. This was a chance for Ertz to remind everyone, hey, I'm still that guy that stepped up for you in the Super Bowl when you guys beat Tom Brady. I'm still the number one tight end here. He didn't do that. And on top of that, the Eagles only have other receivers. If that's going to be how they work, if their receivers are still hurt up and the Steelers are able to lock on to Zach Ertz next week, I'd be scared of starting him then too. All right. And interestingly enough, Mike Tomlin mentioning both Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz in his news conference. Of course, Mike Tomlin's thinking more of football lines mm -hmm. uh, along football lines and what they have to do to try to contain these guys not so much with fantasy but Great. fantasy but your points are well taken mm -hmm. all right back with more of the fantasy football insider Albie auction rider Chris Carter we're powered by Cal U and we're back after this Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Insider powered by Cal U. Chris is ready to take you down that trip. Just jump on board. He's taking you down to the waiver wire. Yes, indeed. Uh, important, 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 starting with Teddy on top. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, he was been, he's been a backup on one of my teams, but if you're in one of those leagues where quarterbacks bounce around a lot or you're, you're moving your bench around a lot, you might have Teddy Bridgewater still floating around. So take a look. If he's on your waiver wire, snatch him up because he had a really good showing this week. Maybe the Panthers are figuring something out, man. They, they don't have Christian McCaffrey, but they're figuring out a way to win. They beat the Arizona Cardinals this past week. I'd at least put him on my bench and see how he continues. I like Teddy Bridgewater's grit. I think he's always been a tough quarterback. He's been a guy that if you put him on a team, I think that he could be a good leader and a good facilitator at the quarterback position. Not going to be the guy that drives home all the game-winning drives for you, but he's going to put you in the position to be able to win football games, and he did that last weekend. And I mean, that's what you're dealing with a lot of these guys. Somebody, somebody you can grab, have in your pocket in case you need them. Exactly, Al, because that's the thing with waiver wire guys. You're, you're, yes, you're taking a risk by bringing them on your team, but you're probably in a situation where, hey, someone got hurt this week or you didn't like the way they played. Maybe you had Daniel Jones. You know, maybe you had, you know, maybe you saw Sam Darnold and you're like, okay, he did well this week, but I'm scared he's not going to do well after that. And you need someone to back you up. This is where we're going right here. And Gardner Minshew, you've heard me say his name before from the Jacksonville Jaguars, had another solid week this week. He's looking looking more consistent. Like, hey, he'll at least put up fantasy numbers. A team might not win, but he's going to get the opportunity to get some points on the board. I think that's what's really important here with fantasy owners, with the Jaguars. Find some way to get, be able to get your guys on the board as far as fantasy-wise. You could you can skip the whole winning and losing this year. Go ahead, tank for Trevor Lawrence. But right now, Gardner Minshew showing like, hey, he, can, he might be your quarterback for a little bit. All right, checking out the waiver wire with Chris. Who's next? Well, we've got to go to the running back position. If you're like me, you own Nick Chubb in the league, and now he's on injured reserve for several weeks, you're probably scrambling for running back. So here are two guys you consider at least temporary reprieves. Now, everyone knows Kareem Hunt for the Browns. He's on every roster. There's very chance, unless you're in a very small league that's just superstar-based, uh, Kareem Hunt's on somebody's roster. But two guys that you can look at this week after their performances, Latavius Murray, remember that name? Guess what? He's back. He was the, he was the backup in the Vikings for years. Now he's with the Saints. Came on the field for Alvin Kamara in this last game. 14 touches, 64 yards, and two touchdowns. That's big. If he's going to be involved in the Saints offense, that's a good sign that he can, he can be moving forward. Keep an eye on him. The other guy replacing a temporary in, injury with Kenyon Drake with the Cardinals was Chase Edmonds. Yes, he only had 16 yards on the ground, but Albie, biggest thing here, 
five catches on six targets for 24 yards and a touchdown. Kyler Murray's liking to throw underneath a lot. If Drake has some problems moving forward and has some injury issues, Chase Edmonds last year, he had some big weeks. If you brought up, if you picked him up on the waiver wire midseason last year, you got you won some games because of this guy. I keep an eye on him to do the same thing again. They're looking to find any continuity they have and just keep the flow going. And if he's going to be a guy that Kyler Murray feels comfortable with, throwing the ball to six times, put him on your roster, stash him away on your bench, see how he does, and if Drake goes down at some point, Chase Edmonds could be a great start in your flex. As could a couple wide receivers who put up some numbers last week and could find a spot on rosters. Yeah, Traquan Smith was a name that I brought up a few weeks ago when uh, Michael Thomas went down, and he's finally emerged a little bit here. Four catches on four targets for 54 yards and two touchdowns. That's big because you're looking for Drew Brees to find and establish new targets that he can have a good relationship with. Manuel Sanders hasn't truly manifested yet. Traquan Smith, a young receiver, that he's going to find that. Now, Michael Thomas is coming back soon, but all that might mean is that Traquan Smith might get a lot more opportunities because everyone's going to be paying all the attention to Michael Smith or Michael Thomas because he's one of the, he's one of the best receivers in football. So big week for Smith. Jump on the bandwagon while you can. Stash him on your bench. See how that goes. Another name that popped up because of an injury, Scotty Miller for the Buccaneers. Seven targets, five catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Tom Brady threw one of his five touchdowns to him. That's a good sign. Now, granted, this is also because uh, Mike Evans was the primary receiver and Chris Godwin was down. But if Scotty Miller becomes a guy that Tom Brady can trust, and we all know Tom Brady, when it's time with the Patriots, he didn't care who he was throwing to. Albie, you could be out there. He'd try to throw you a touchdown. Oh, he'd, he'd look the other way. <laughs> he looked the other way. But Scotty Miller, he got, he got that. So keep an eye out for the Buccaneers. You might be able to get something out of him uh, in the coming weeks. All right. Uh, and who else we got? Well, you know this guy we're talking uh, about. You loving him. This Robert Tanya. I'm telling you, this is their last week. Fans, fantasy owners, get on the Robert Tanyan hype train now before it's too late. He had three touchdowns this week. So now everybody knows about him. Last week he had a touchdown. You know, real disciplined fantasy owners were probably saying, okay, grab him, stash him, grab him, stash him. This week everybody's going to be looking at him. That he's going to be at the top of everyone's waiver wire. Make the move now. If you don't, this is your last opportunity. I and, guarantee you. And finally, Dalton Schultz emerged as the tight end because they've had some tight end issues with the injury with injuries at, in, in the in Dallas Cowboys. But four catches, 72 yards. And a touchdown, Dak Prescott doing some damage there. Prescott continues to look very good in fantasy football. If you start in Dak Prescott, you're getting a lot of points. I have him in one of my leagues, and he's a driving force for that team. Dalton Schultz got the benefit of some of those targets. They're, they got, they're loaded at wide receiver. Michael Gallup, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, and you got Ezekiel Elliott. The last person that the offenses, defenses are going to consider covering, Dalton Schultz, tight end position. Pick him up. He might be able to help you out. And these are not only guys who had performances last week kind of came on the radar but positions as you mentioned running back being one of them where if you have a, a prominent running back who's injured you jump them in indeed right. waiver wire Chris Carter back after this welcome back to the fantasy football insider and I see right at the top as we talk Steelers Chris has Ben Feast. Well, he's in beast mode, it seems, <laughs> through the first three games. Got a nice rest after the, uh, the, the COVID outbreak with the Titans. Uh, and now it's on to the Eagles. So you like Ben 
feasting. I like him feasting on this Eagles defense this week. They get they may have Darius Slay on the outside, but I'm not too confident about their defenders inside. Juju Smith-Schuster loves the loves the slot. We got to see where people line up, but this could be a real good time for Ben Roethlisberger to hit guys over the middle, develop some rhythm. They just had a week off. His arm's going to be extremely fresh. They practiced on Monday. They asked the NFL permission to do that, and I think that this is going to be a real time for the Steelers offense to have a chance to break out at home. We know there will be fans there. There's going to be excitement there. I think this is going to be a real big opportunity for Ben Roethlisberger to let loose. If you don't have like Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, you know, one of those top guys, Josh Allen's one of those guys right now. If you got one of those middle tier quarterback battles on your roster, Ben Roethlisberger, jump him to the start, start him this week. I want to see how he does. I think the offensive line also might have a good time gelling because they got they're going up against Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave to a guy that the Steelers do know. But I think they're going to be able to hold their own, give Ben time, and he's going to take advantage of that and feast on some Eagles. Yeah, that kind Confidence is building. You can see it. And if you believe momentum within a game, then there's certainly momentum with teams and players game to game. And Absolutely. you can feel it in the case of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, James Conner, you're saying still start him. Still start him on your team. The way he's played the last two times, he played 200-yard rushing games and a touchdown in each. I was really excited for him to get to play last week, of course. But it was funny. We filmed that, and then right after the day after we filmed that, yes. the game's gone. So then right. we're like, oh, boy. But And the Titans would have been a great opportunity for him to assert himself because their rushing defense is pretty bad. The Eagles' rushing defense, not great. But I still think this is going to be a chance for Connor to kind of get into a groove. He might not get 100 yards in this game, but I think the Steelers are going to use him in the red zone. Ben Roethlisberger, some of those passes over the middle might be the receivers backing everyone off. James Connor catching it underneath and getting some yards that are easy for Ben Roethlisberger to convert. Still start him this week. we got to see what he does. But Benny Snell, you say there's some questions surrounding Benny. Just because I don't know how they're going to use Benny Snell. We, we know how the goal line is what they used last time. I'm just really concerned about where Benny Snell's future is with this team because they like James Conner. And the next guy we're going to talk about, um, and actually I just realized I wrote, I wrote the wrong name there, but, um, uh, but, you know, with the, but the next guy we're going to talk about as far as the running backs go, uh, it's Benny Snell, I'm not sure where he fits in this offense. If you're in a big league and he's on your roster, keep an eye on him. But most leagues, I would either drop Benny Snell for another guy like Latavius Murray or Chase Edmonds or just wait to see what he does this week. Anthony McFarland. Yeah, that's what I meant to yeah. say. There. I wrote McDonald. I yeah, meant you McFarland. Know you know, we know what you meant. Thank you, thank you. I'm but, horrible. Uh, you're saying keep your eyes on Anthony yeah, McFarland? Yeah, yeah you can, if, if you can see from, the, from your television screen, this is my big eyes that I'm drawing right here. So keep an eye on Anthony McFarland. Dale Lolly, our beat writer for this for the for DKPittsburghSports.com that's on the Steelers. He wrote a big article about Anthony McFarland being worked into the offense. He took six carries for 42 yards the last time they played. I think they're going to try to find some of those some of the different ways to get him the ball. And teams better watch out because that guy is explosive in, in space. He did that in Maryland. I think he can do that for the Steelers. I'm watching to see what Anthony McFarland does this week and how many times the Steelers work the ball to him because if he's able to break a couple big plays he's going to jump up to being a decent flex option in the future. I thought you were telling me to keep your eyes on Vance McDonald because they're going to make him a running back this week. <laughs> All right. Juju, you say start. 
but mm, watch but. watch out for Darius Slay. Now, here's the thing is that Darius Slay is one of the best cornerbacks in all of football right now, but where he lines up is a question mark because Juju Smith-Schuster, they love putting him in the slot. Not sure they're going to want to put him there. That might be Avante Maddox time, but, but, but Juju Smith-Schuster, I'm going to still start him. Just keep an eye on where things go. The good news, Albie, is that Deontay Johnson is back out of the protocol he's out of concussion protocol Tomlin says he's ready to go that that bye week was the was the first thing that he needed now he's back in action start him if you're on a team he might be the guy that slate follows we'll see what happens with that I'm interested to see but start him see what see what's worked what he's worked into his his quickness and speed may be a huge problem for this Eagles defense and that may be a situation where if slay goes with him look out for Juju if he if exactly. he lines up on Juju, then go with Deontay. Exactly. But the guy who that Slay won't line up on and the, who the Eagles extremely struggle against is Eric Ebron. They are not covering tight ends well this year. Malcolm Jenkins is a saint, which means Ebron, start him this week. If you don't have a dominant tight end on your roster, like Mark Andrews, like Robert Tanyan, Travis Kelsey, the bigger names right now. But Eric Ebron, Steelers fans, he's going to be money this week. Put him on your put him on a starting roster. I think he at least gets a touchdown. If not that. Maybe four or five catches for 80-ish yards. That's a good week for a tight end. And finally, quickly, Chase Claypool. Claypool might be due for a big play this week. Get behind some safeties. Who knows? Give him a shot this week. I think that this might be something big. Yeah, he's been fun to watch in mm -hmm. three games, and it's going to only get better. Back with our final thoughts right after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Insider. And as Chris Carter likes to say, we're in the money. We're <laughs> um, in the money. You know, the magic of who to start yes. and who to sit mm -hmm. is based on a very complex calculation. This man <laughs> is doing the thinking for you. Yes. So you can just listen to Chris and his crystal ball. Get the recommendation, and then you'll be in the money. Yes, certainly. Um, Especially so the, daily, the fantasy games, y'all. The daily fantasy games, this is, this is where you get your money right here. All right. Let's start with who you recommend should be starting. I got Teddy Bridgewater. I know I've been hyping him this entire show. I'm going to continue hyping the Teddy Bridgewater train specifically for this week because they're playing the Falcons, and the Falcons are dead last when facing quarterbacks in fantasy. This is going to be a big week for him to hit some of his targets. I'd be looking at him and maybe even Robbie Anderson to, to connect a little bit for the Panthers. Go with Teddy Bridgewater for this week. Teddy Jam. And again, a lot of it is the, the, the matchup the matchup for the week. All and right. don't forget, the Falcons secondary is destroyed right now. If you watch that Monday night football game, there's a lot of injuries to a lot of their starters. Even the guys who were stepping up as backups to become leaders are now hurt. So this is going to be a big chance for Bridgewater to pick those guys apart. Yeah, you saw Aaron Rodgers just licking his chops. Now it's Bridgewater's turn. Continue. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Justin Herbert with the Chargers, the rookie going against the Saints. Normally you think, why would you start him? But the Saints have been giving up a lot of fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. Matt Stafford last Last week, I think Herbert, he did a good job against the Chiefs a couple weeks ago, put up some good numbers against Tom Brady last week. I think he does it again this week against the Saints. If you got Herbert on your roster or you need to pick him up on the waiver wire, he might be a good start this week if you're hurting at the quarterback spot. All right, Robinson against the Bill O'Brienless Houston Texans. Indeed, James Robinson, the running back for the Jaguars. It's up against the Texans. They rank 28th against running backs. I like that matchup. I think that they're going to try and make things simple for Gardner Minshew. Should give him a start this week. Todd Gurley, again, I 
a player that we all know. Some people feel hesitant about starting him, but in this game where the, 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 the Panthers are going to be airing it out on the Falcons, the Falcons may be in turn trying to grind it out, trying to take the, take the time off the clock to keep their defense off the field. How do they do that? They give it to Todd Gurley, and guess what? The Panthers, who they're facing, 31st against running backs. They're next to last in the league to stopping running backs. I see this as an opportunity for Todd Gurley to get on the board for you as a fantasy owner. Take a breath. Jefferson against the Seahawks. Justin Jefferson against the Seahawks. Seahawks are, are dead last in defending receivers right now in fantasy. Absolutely. He had, Jefferson had a huge week last week. Keep starting him. Don't take him off your roster until he shows you otherwise. Corey Davis. Had a good has been has been really good in replacing AJ Brown for the Tennessee Titans. They have they, they've had a week off now. They're trying to get their stuff together. They're going up against the Buffalo Bills and nobody is saying, wait a minute, what about Tre'Davious White? Well, the Bills are 22nd in defending wide receivers right now. Still start Corey Davis even if AJ Brown's back. I like the way that he's working. The man with two first names against the Saints. Indeed, Hunter Henry against the Saints. Saints 31st in stopping tight ends. This is why I was saying give Herbert a shot because I think they're going to try and target over the middle. Hunter Henry could be your guy and Albie who were we just talking about in this in the Steelers segment about who's going to be cash money Eric Ebron Eric, money this week Eric Eric Ebron we're in the money because you're going to be starting him put him on your roster Eagles 30th against tight ends I think that's huge likewise start the Steelers defense against the Eagles and the Chiefs defense against the Raiders both are looking to have a big turnover week all right we've talked so much we only have about two minutes but let's go down the list of who will be sitting this week now I'll be if you remember last week I said hey this is your one week to start Baker Mayfield yes. and he really didn't do that great they even had Jarvis Landry throw one of his touchdowns this week he's up against the Indianapolis Colts right now they're ranked as the best defense in football and they're number one at stopping quarterbacks just say no to Baker Mayfield wow, get him okay. off get him off your starting roster you start him this week I think you're going to be feeling the pain another interesting reminder that it's not just a football game because the Browns are hot at three and one first time in 19 years mm -hmm. it's the uh, it's the you're looking it's for the these match individual matchups and these stats for uh, uh, Derek Carr now Derek Carr against the Chiefs Chiefs fifth against stop stopping quarterbacks Derek Carr I think he's in for a rough day especially because that honey badgers out there it's, it's going to be rough for them on to the running backs Miles Sanders against the Steelers Steelers number two at stopping the run right now I just even though Miles Sanders is a top pick I would try find anybody I can to get him off the bench likewise from Melvin Gordon he, he's on the road against the Patriots who are seventh at stopping the run but here's the thing the Broncos are hurt up you don't got to worry about Cortland Sutton you don't got to worry about the quarterback position Who's Bill Belichick going to take away the running back? Get him off your starting list. I think he's going to be rough this week. All right. Continuing down the list here inside a minute. This wide receiver picks right here are all in the same game because I just think it's going to be bad for wide receivers. The Rams wide receivers, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup against Washington, who's second in stopping wide receivers right now. Likewise, McLaurin against the Rams defense, fifth in stopping wide receivers. I'm just staying away from this game entirely. I don't want to do it. All right. You're on a roll. Keep it going. Mike Kosicki, who we talked about in the last segment, struggled against the Seahawks. It's coming again. And the Niners are number two at stopping tight ends. I don't like that matchup for him and Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think it's a rough day. Fred, Fred Warner takes him out the game. Likewise, Austin Hooper, the tight end for Baker Mayfield, he's going up against the Colts, who, again, are number one at stopping tight ends. Say no to the Browns this week. Sit the L.A. Chargers defense against New Orleans? Yes, yeah, sit them because Drew Brees is coming to town. He's looking hot. And the Broncos against the Patriots. Cam Newton's going to be back. I don't like that for the Broncos. All right. That's it for this week. Help him help you, yes. and good luck to your team. For Chris Carter, I'm Albie Oxenrider. We'll see you next week.